This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to your Catholic Corner, 89.03 FM. Online, on demand and on air. I'm Julie and you're listening right now to Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. Special thanks, as always, to the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City in God's Own, Aotearoa, New Zealand. Today is the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We have readings from the Book of Wisdom. I accounted wealth as nothing in comparison to wisdom. We have Psalm 90. Fill us with your love, O Lord, and we will sing for joy. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. The word of God can judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The gospel acclamation is from Matthew. And then the gospel reading is, Go sell what you own, then follow me. From the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Peace be with you. This week we are invited, or challenged, to focus on trusting God. Instead, and trusting in God instead of in our material goods. In the first reading... From wisdom, we're told to value wisdom over power and riches. And it's no coincidence as the theme is wisdom, because, like I said just now, the first reading this week is from the Book of Wisdom. I preferred her to scepter and throne, and deemed riches nothing in comparison with her, nor did I liken any priceless gem to her, because all gold, in view of her, is a little sand. And before her, silver is to be accounted Maya. The theme of wisdom continues in the psalm. The first verse starts straight off with wisdom. Teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Return, O Lord, how long? 
have pity on your servants. The second reading today invites us, or perhaps maybe it reminds us, that we'll be held accountable for our decisions. And I'm sure that the people who breached Auckland's borders and brought the Delta virus to the Waikato won't be listening to this, but my prayers are that they somehow take responsibility and show accountability. Accountability for inflicting untold pain and grief on God's own country. The words, able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. God does know our every thought, even those buried deepest in our hearts, sometimes where we actually don't want to go looking. And in today's Gospel, where we continue from last week with Mark, we hear about Jesus' encounter with a rich man who struggles with giving up his material wealth to be a disciple. Jesus reminds, reminds him, and he recounts the commandments. The man confirms that he's observed all of these right from his youth. Jesus then tells the man that he's lacking in one thing, You can imagine the perplexity, can't you? Especially when he's already said that he's lived his life according to the commandments. Jesus told him, you are lacking in one thing. Go sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At that statement, his face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. We hear that the man's face fell and he went away sad. What would it be like for us, for me, for you, to give away all of our possessions? Jesus then went on to explain that it is hard for the wealthy to enter the kingdom of God. And there's a well-known saying used even in secular language, that comes from today's reading, and I'm sure you will recognize it. It's chapter five, um, chapter 25. This is Mark 10 in chapter 25. And that saying is, It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Eyes of needles were little like slits in walls there that the arrows used to pass through. So that people could see out, but nothing could come in. So that's why you can't get a camel through the eye of a needle. Jesus makes two requirements of the wealthy man who approaches him. First, that he must give up his possessions. Throughout history, even today, some Christians take this literally. Think of the many of the Christian traditions who live very simply and basically The Amish community is one that always springs to my mind straight away. And the Amish example is witness of a radical commitment to the gospel of Jesus. Some have read this as a particular requirement directed to this specific individual. That is, it's got nothing about them. It's all about the man in today's reading. And then we've got others who, other Christians, who seek to explain the meaning intended by the word possessions as those things that prevent one from following Jesus. Christians have generally understood that, at the least, following Jesus requires that we hold material possessions loosely 
and we remain vigilant against seeking security and accumulating possessions. In other words, to follow only one God and to not worship false idols. So that's the first requirement that Jesus is asking, to give up all possessions. The second requirement that he makes of this man in today's reading is the invitation that Jesus extends to all of us and to all would-be disciples at the time. Follow me. Jesus wants this man to be his disciple. And as Catholic Christians, we believe we're in a personal relationship with Jesus. We strive to be in a personal relationship with him. He's our friend. He's one of those people who's always there in the good times and the bad. Just as this gospel tells us that Jesus loves the man and is sad when he departs, so too Jesus loves us and is saddened when we're unable to follow him. One of the things that Mark does really well in his gospels, as opposed to the other gospels, is that Mark shows Jesus offering elaboration, trying to explain what he's talking about. So he elaborates on his message when and what he means when he's talking to his disciples. You get a bit of an explanation with Mark that you don't always get with other gospel readings. To his disciples, Jesus talks about the challenges faced by those who are rich in following him and entering the kingdom of God. In reply to the disciples' astonishment at the strictness of the standard that Jesus speaks about today, Jesus reminds his disciples that nothing is impossible with God. Salvation is determined by our ability to rely completely upon God. Peter, being Peter, replies to Jesus, you know, Peter's good at opening his mouth and sometimes we cringe with what comes out. But Peter, being Peter, replies to Jesus by reminding Jesus, as if Jesus has forgotten, that the disciples have already given up everything. And of course, Jesus acknowledges that those who have given up everything for the sake of the gospel will be rewarded. This reward begins now in the new community that one will gain in this life and will continue in the eternal age to come. Opening hymn today, coming up next, is from the Ball Brothers, and it is I Sing the Mighty Power of God. And it's from Gaither Music, 2012. I sing the mighty, I sing the mighty power of God that makes the mountains rise, that spreads the flowing seas abroad, and built the lofty skies. I sing the wisdom that ordained the sun to roll the day. The moon shines full at his command, and all the stars obey. I sing the goodness of the Lord that fills the earth with food. He formed the creatures with his word and then pronounce him good. Lord, how thy wonders are displayed where'er I turn my eye. If I survey the 
tread or gaze upon the sky. There's not a plant or flower below, but makes thy glories known, or clouds arise and my order from thy throne. While all that borrows life from thee is ever in thy care, and everywhere that man can be, A reading from the Book of Wisdom. I prayed, and understanding was given me. I called on God, and the Spirit of Wisdom came to me. I preferred her to scepters and thrones, and I accounted wealth as nothing in comparison with her. Neither did I liken to her any priceless gem, because all gold is but a little sand in her sight and silver will be accounted as clay before her. I loved her more than health and beauty, and I have chose to have her rather than light, because her radiance never ceases. All good things come to me along with her, and in her hands uncounted wealth. The Word of the Lord Joy and gladness all our days. 
make us glad for the days when you afflicted us, for the years when we saw evil. Fill us with your love, Lord, and we will sing for joy. Let your And your glory by their children. And may the gracious care of the Lord our God be ours. Prosper the work of our hands for us. Prosper the work of our hands. Fill us with your That was From God is With Us, which is Psalm 90. Second reading is from the letter to the Hebrews. The word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing until it divides soul from spirit, joints from marrow, It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And before God, no creature is hidden, but all are naked and laid bare, to the eyes of the one to whom we must render an account. The Word of the Lord. Acclamation was from Chris Brunel, which is Matthew Matthew five three. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And the music was from Owen Alstott. I'm Julie, and you're listening to Your Catholic Corner, eighty nine point zero free FM, brought to you by the parishioners of Saint Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City. A reading. From the Holy Gospel according to Mark As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. He said to Jesus, Teacher, I have kept all these since my youth. Jesus, looking at him, 
loved him and said, You lack one thing. Go, sell what you own, and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then, come, follow me. When the man heard this, he was shocked and went away grieving, for he had many possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were perplexed at these words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were greatly astounded and said to one another, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God, all things are possible. Peter began to say to him, Look, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news who will not receive a hundredfold now in this age. Houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children and fields but with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank you for listening, for spending the last half an hour of your life with me this Sunday morning, the 28th Sunday of Ordinary Time. Alert levels permitting in Hamilton City. Barry will be with you next week. This was... Actually, Barry's show, I know I don't sound like Barry, we swapped. So God bless Barry. Take care, look after yourselves, stay safe, please go get the vaccination because that's what's going to make a difference. God bless.
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.